So the question is this, how do most agents find the secrets to succeed in today's competitive real estate market, especially when the top agents are keeping those secrets to themselves? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Hi, I'm Aaron Amuchastegui, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Rockstar Nation, this is Aaron Amuchastegui. Happy beginning of April. That means we officially have finished the first quarter of 2021. We have hit our and passed our one year anniversary of the day or the week or the time that the world changed, the time that everything changed in the US. It was a year ago that I remember I was on vacation and I came home from vacation early because they were about to shut down uh, the world. And so now it's been a year, a lot has changed. You know, this month in March, this is one of those special episodes where I go through and you get to listen to just my top, my favorite five minutes from each of the episode interviews that we did in March. So you guys can listen to them. It's a really cool crash course, Cliff Notes way to get a lot of fun learning done uh, in just a short period of time in about 30 minutes. And it'll help you figure out if you want to go back and re-listen to any of the podcasts that we happened to do previously. All right, here we go. First up was episode 957, Giving Value and Getting Business, Community Highlights with Brad Abernathy. Listen to a few minutes of his interview right here. So Brad, tell me about the faces of Project. You know, in 2015, I started a, a little project and what it was, was um, I got offered a, a high school senior that needed some to, to intern with us uh, free of charge. And, and so she needed a marketing project to, to work on. And so we didn't have one. And within three days, we, we brainstormed a lot and created this project. We decided that we're working so hard showing our town and our community and showing why it's so much better than, than other towns or communities that people might be wanting to move to. We decided that our communities, more than the streets and the buildings and the schools and the jobs and healthcare, our community is really defined by the people here. What we'd hoped for was that it would build more visibility on our website. Our, our website had 568 people per month on it back in 2015. And at a few months after we started this project, we had 4,000 people a month on our website. And the next year we had five or six. We were up to seven, between seven and 8,000 people per month on our website. And we live in a town of you know, 40,000 people. And, and um, so this, our visibility exploded. That's great. So you live in a town of 40,000 people, but 8,000 people are seeing the site now. It looks like what's unique, what's unique about yours is it's a, it's a website. It's, a, it's its own thing. People don't need to be on Facebook or YouTube to see it. They get to come back and get more info. And then it easily ties in with the other stuff you're doing. I think we that believe, we believe that the website is the asset. You know, we don't know if Facebook's going to be around in 10 years and we don't know if YouTube's going to be around in 10 years or we don't know if the next thing is going to be around. So, but what we do know is that the website's going to be there. So we started putting them on the website, but we'll share the links out to Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and, 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 and Pinterest and other places. You know, now fast forward, we have 105 partners in, in 27 different States and one other country right now that have found out about this and they're doing these, this whole community project in their community. Last year, all across the country, the high school seniors couldn't walk, you know, in graduations because of COVID. One of our partners in Texas decided that she, she said, I'm going to interview all the seniors and, and show them there so that their grandparents can be proud and see. 
And so she shared that with all the partners for the faces of, and, and so I think about out of a hundred or so partners, I bet 70 or 80 of our partners instituted something like that last summer where they spent a lot of time interviewing high school seniors and where you're going to go to college and you know, what, what are you going to do with your life? And I'll tell you that I always feel like people, people need four things in life. They need food, they need water, they need shelter, and they need attention. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to be the one that gives them attention, they'll love you forever. And their grandparents will love you forever and their parents will love you forever. So we believe that we're growing our sphere of influence in a little bit of a molecular way where if we reach way over here and touch this person's life, then the immediate surrounding sphere of influence of that person is going to recognize us for doing it too. Okay. And if you like that one, remember that was episode 957. Here we go. Here's up, up next episode 958. Why not to wait for a buyer's market with Rebecca Rains? This is a really interesting interview too. She talked about, we've been waiting for a crash forever. And she's been around in real estate for a long time. And maybe that is not what we're about to see. So here's a few minutes of that interview. So if you're gonna, if you're gonna have one pitch for what to, how to succeed in 2021, what would you say? I'm a firm believer in that we create our realities by the way we, you know, the way we think, the way we we perceive our situations. And so as long as my agents are staying positive and they can then turn around and be the cheerleader for when maybe our buyers or sellers are feeling a little dismayed. Today's market, let's not joke, every seller for the most part can sell their house for more than they ever dreamed. And they're not too sad, but those sellers a lot of times are also buyers because in order to sell, they have to go find something. And so you know, they're also in the same boat as a lot of buyers are going through today and they get it and they get frustrated and they get upset. And a lot of them just want to take their ball and go home. You can't let them do that because personally, in my belief, after 28 years of watching this business change all every year, all the time is that we don't know what's on the horizon, but we've been so low with interest rates for so long. There's really only one place that they can go and my, everything I'm reading too, the demand is not going to slow down for us here in Arizona. I know Texas is another state that has huge demand as well. Uh, so when we're so short on housing for the amount of people moving here, it, it, there's only one place for it to go. So let's hurry up and help our clients, you know, get stay in the game, don't get disgruntled, and you'll get them a house if you just dig your he- heels in and, per- and persevere. Right. Imagine prices going up and interest rates going up, right? So you're telling yeah. them they're worried about prices going up or I can't afford this. You go, well, you really won't be able to afford it six months from now. Yeah, so yeah. The- I basically had to say that to them, uh, a client that just the other day. I'm like, I know, I know it's tough right now, but you know what you're looking at today is still better than what you're going to be looking at tomorrow if you put this off because you're frustrated today. Even last year when COVID very first hit was they were expecting this big bubble, this big crash. And there's been no bubble or no crash. I mean, we've been hearing about a bubble and a crash for years now. And in fact, all that's happened is the prices continue to go up as interest rates have come down. But again, rates are so low. I don't know. I feel like we've hit the floor. And I think trying to time the market is near to impossible. So when people say that they want to wait till it's a like I actually just did a podcast on this the other day, why not to wait until it's a buyer's market? Because guess what? When it's a buyer's market, that means whatever you buy today could very well go down in value tomorrow. That's why it's a buyer's market. Okay. If you liked that one, remember that was episode 958. Next up, here's a few minutes of episode 959. This is the Rainmaker model, how to scale your business as being the main agent with assistance 
This is Spencer Sue. He's out of the Bay Area, longtime Real Estate Rockstars podcast listener. Let's listen in right here. And actually, the reason why I went even the solo route was if I'm making, in this case, you know, quite a bit of money as net profit, I can do whatever I want with that money. I can save, I can use it for marketing to keep bolstering the, the brand. I can invest in other things. I can invest in real estate. I can, I can invest in the stock market. You can do whatever you want with it. So people need to understand their, the finance health of a business, right? That's number one. They also need to understand at the end of the day, the marketing is from the individual. People trust the individual, not the brand. You can be a Compass, you can be a Sotheby's, you can be an EXP. At the end of the day, they trust the individual and you would hope they would trust the individual um, because that's the person that they're going to battle with. And so, you know, my brand in my case is the tech realtor of the Bay Area. That's who I want to target. That's my focus. And I can have my marketing all kind of geared towards that. And so I think people need to understand from their own business perspective, take a look at your own model. How much are you paying for commissions? How much are you paying for just for your brokerage? And how much value are you getting truly getting back? Like take the brand out of it because the brand is yourself. Understand that. I love just the, the reminder to take a look at your business plan right now and make sure that it's the business plan that you want and make sure that it's working for you and, and be able to make some adjustments. Really appreciate the opportunity to be on this show. It's, it's always kind of surreal because as you can imagine, it's been a short time. Uh, I still listen to you guys, especially as I drive. I think a lot of people need to use that as an opportunity to listen and, and, and learn things. I don't actually have a direct mentor, but these podcasts and the different people that come on the show, my suggestion to everybody, and this is what I've done, is I always listen to the shows that are relevant to me and where I'm at. I listen to it. And then I take different nuggets of how can I implement those things that they're doing well into their business. So whoever's listening to the show, take action because we're not here just to watch shows indefinitely. I think that's actually a waste of time on one end because you're just wasting time if you're not actually executing. It's all about the execution. All of these ideas have always been out there, but people are just listening and just tuning in. And, and that's the advantage that everyone should take is find a few nuggets of, my, of this particular episode or every episode, see how you can apply to your business and gain, and then execute, do it consistently for a long time. And then I think you'll see a lot of great results. And that's actually how I got to this level. And one, maybe last little nugget, um, you asked, what are my goals for this year? So as I mentioned, it was a crazy trajectory, right? First year, eight deals, nine and a half million. Second year, 35 deals, 43 million. This year, I want to double that. So I want to do 70 deals over 80 million. As of right now, we're kind of in first, I don't know, maybe mid-February, if I can say that. Yeah. Um, I've done already nine deals for, I think, I don't know, 14 million already. Man. Right? So we're just getting started because the reality is the trajectory, as you can see, is just getting started. So that gives you kind of a sense of where I'm coming from, my approach. I work a ton. Everybody should work hard, but there needs to be a strategy and a discipline that you're going to, you just kind of keep focusing on a few key areas and um, everybody has a chance to do very, very well in this business. All right. That was episode 959 from Spencer Sue on the Rainmaker model. Next up, episode 960. Here's a few minutes from the interview with Dewey Gloob. One Pivot had a huge impact on this team's profitability. Happened a year ago. Listen in. We had this really, really complicated, built out team structure model, big office culture, three offices, everybody in the office every day, lots of trainings, everybody had a specialty. We're doing all these things. We have coaching clients. We're humming on every cylinder. 
to the point where if there's a disruption and like something stops firing, all of a sudden everything else started to fire off. Right. And it's like, we might've built something that's too complicated. We might be overthinking this. And so Angie and I both have young children and we both became school teachers Mm -hmm. at the beginning of COVID. Right. And all of a sudden we had a culture problem and we had two different cultures going on on the team. Those that were running scared and urgent. And I was, I was in the scared pack and I am, I come from abundance. I don't come from fear, but I'm also smart and I have children. Let's buckle down, double down, you know, cut the PL, work harder, work faster, work smarter. And that just didn't work for two thirds of the team. But we literally, we dropped down to two full-time sales agents out of seven. And then I ramped up my selling and then Angie, um, everybody on the team, all the admin generally on my team have licenses. So then Angie started selling and we still closed 53 million, honestly, <laughs> but we did all the other correct things, right? Like we attacked the PL. we were working smarter, not harder. The profit margin went way up like by 6%. You know, we went from like low twenties to high twenties and the actual dollar profit was more than I've ever made in 17 years. And now we're, we're tighter and closer together. And we've attracted, you know, somehow our, our frequency just changed. We've hired up, we've got four new agents on the team and they are all so much more the culture that we thought we had. And everybody is just totally having a good time, which is fun. Real Estate Rockstars, this is a commercial break from our biggest podcast sponsor we have right now, Rent Ready. It can be fun getting a new real estate deal, but it can be tough managing your properties after the fact, especially if you're long distance investing or trying to manage multiple properties by yourself. That's why we're here to tell you about Rent Ready. Rent Ready is a property management software that not only makes it easier to manage all your real estate deals from one platform, but they also have the best customer service support in the biz. They're an all-in-one app that lets you easily manage properties, collect rent, list units, screen tenants, sign leases, all from your phone or computer. Imagine all of your real estate doors right in your pocket. How awesome is that? The best part is it's so affordable, one flat price for everything. Unlimited properties, tenants, and support with a real live human. And I have to add in there, that's a new business model that not a lot of people are doing. There's like this freemium model where people say, hey, you can try this, but as soon as you grow, it's gonna cost you a lot of money. Or they kind of punish you when you get too many emails on your list or too many coming. They aren't gonna punish you when you grow. They're not gonna charge you more when you get 10, 20, 30 rentals. They're gonna charge you the same when you have two or three as they will when you have 50 or 60. So you have a nice fixed cost, all software, all in one place. Check it out, Rent Ready, R-E-N-T-R-E-D-I.com. And if that's not enough, Rent Ready is giving our listeners a special code you can use to get a whole year of Rent Ready for just $54. Use code R-O-C-K-S-T-A-R-50. That's Rockstar50. And sign up for Rent Ready's annual plan at rentready.com. Again, R-E-N-T-R-E-D-I.com with code Rockstar50 to get Rent Ready for only $54. What's the number one way people can succeed in 2021, that agents can succeed in 2021? Yeah, I I think they're going to have to get creative, right? I hate these type of markets because they take away your professional advantage, right? Whoever gets there first with the biggest checkbook wins is not a professional. So you you just got to find a different way to do what you're doing. 
whatever your specialty is. If, if you're looking for listings or if you've got a buyer, you should circle prospect for an off-market deal. You know, the, the list is long, but the answer is if you do what everybody else is doing when you're in a market where there's double-digit offers on every listing, you're not doing anything. All right, that was a few minutes of episode 960. Next up, here's a few minutes of my interview with John Clyde, episode 961, how he left six figures for a real estate career. And he's a state trooper and how he's become just a great real estate agent leading huge, huge departments in Keller Williams. I think wherever we are in our lives, if we're leaders of our businesses, if our cust- if our clients are looking to us, wherever it is, we're, they're going to be looking at us to go, is everything okay? You know, when the, the when the people that are leading the, the whatever it is, when they're, they're falling apart, everyone falls apart, right? You know, that that's game over, you know, your president, you, you name it, whoever that is, it, it just is a, is a, a, a whole effect on people. And the, and the more leadership you have, the more people you lead, the, the worse it could be. Right. And, you know, for me, 10,000 people are like, what's this guy going to do? You know, is he going to stand up and, you know, jump, like with social equity, I'm, I'm the national, uh, I'm the co-chair for all of Keller Williams around social equity. And, you know, Gary Keller, we, you know, we went right at it, you know, as a company. And, you know, we, we have a, a task force of a bunch of incredible uh, leaders throughout the country that are really passionate about uh, equity. And, you know, we just went at it. You know, we don't play, you know, we just went right at it. And, you know, we've already accomplished things that we haven't done in the 30 some year history of our company. We did in like eight months. Yeah. You know, so. Jumping in as that as that leader and re- and taking on the the tough stuff and when they and when they do when they get to look up to you and say what's what's John going to do, and people are watching people are watching no matter where we are in our lives on how we act and I think that that's probably one of my big reminders from 2020 for agents in 2021. What do you think the what, what's the what's the secret for the average agent to succeed in 2021? What should they expect? What should they be planning on? How should they do this? What what I would say is you know. Listing inventories down, everyone's saying across the country. So what's that mean is you got to knock on doors. You got to send letters. You got to go and find listings and they might not come find you now, right? You know, that's the, that's the difference. You know, if people know that they can get 20% more return on their, their house or if they, they really knew what their house was worth and, you know, the rates are so low. I mean, you know, anybody can buy now and get, a, you know, a great uh, low rate. So, you know, th- there's a lot of positives of being a realtor today. Um, you know, a new realtor today. But the the main thing that I that I found out about the realtor was, you know, their time block is still the problem with all of us, right? Leaders and every and, and especially with newer agents. So what I seen was their calendar didn't match their goals. And I would say for any newer agent is, you know, when you when you are going to go and do any businesses, what's your calendar say you're doing? And who's holding you accountable to do that, right? And most of the time I see it, that doesn't matter. It's not an alignment between their calendar, their goals, and their plan. Nothing is matched. So, you know, I think you got to get in, in sync to what, what the heck you're doing. Why are you doing it? How much do you want to make? Go backwards, take the numbers and how many appointments or, you know, how many calls you need to make and all that and actually and truly know what it is. And then your phone should tell you, okay, there's your calendar. What do you, what, what am I doing from nine to 11? What am I doing? Whatever, you know, put your lunch in there and all that, but what are you going to do to actually hit that goal? And, and, you know, for a new agent, it might be a lot of calls because you're not going to have a lot of appointments. So it's just a lot of calls up front. And then hopefully in your next, next, you know, your next 90, your first 90 is more getting established, getting set up. Your second half of your 90 is going to be now appointments, right? So you're going to not have as much 
call time. Now you have appointment time. And then the next phase, you know, you're going to have, uh, you know, hopefully even more appointments, less time to do that. But now you're going to, you know, you're going to start to trend to have more business. You got to probably be even more detailed with your time block. You know, so I think it's, it's really simple. It's just really having a plan and, and, and time blocking to actually do what your plan says. So what advice would you give to your agents when they say, John, how, how do I get my offer accepted? Everybody is submitting 20, 30 offers on a property. What's the secret to getting accepted? I get messaged this almost every day from uh, people on, uh, on Instagram or email on any of their social media is just saying, hey, Aaron, I'm a buyer's agent. I used to do three or four deals a month. And now I'm lucky if I get one, how do I get my offer accepted? So when you think about an offer, you know, what's going to make your stand out over 30 other offers. And that's where you got to be creative. You know, whether it be a letter of, you know, how incredible your buyer is, whether it be something creative that forces their hand that, you know, whatever the number is, will go up 1% or two, whatever that is that your, your real estate uh, area allows you to do ethically. You, you gotta, you gotta make yourself stand out. So you, so you or your client look like it's a no brainer because if not, then, then you're just like everybody else. All right. If you like that one, go back and listen to the rest of episode 961 with my friend, John Clyde. Here we go. Next episode 962 how to succeed as a small town solo agent with Sarah Allen. Like, so now you've done a bunch of transactions, you know, a bunch of volume. What was something you wish you would have known that first year when you just got started? So honestly, there's a few different things. I am very much a, I push myself to work really, really hard and I motivate myself. I'm a self-motivated person. I've played golf my whole life. So I needed to go out practice alone, practice that mentality. So I'm, I'm, I fall into that really well. Um, but I also fall into being a perfectionist and I want to say it's okay. It's okay to lose a listing. It's okay to feel burned out, to take a step back, to relax a little bit, readjust your plans, readjust your goals, um, and just keep moving forward. I guess it would be feel forward as everyone says. Um, so that would be a really big piece of advice that I would give a new agent who's very similar to me and just wants it all right off the bat and is willing to do everything. And then another piece of advice would be to really plan, set a goal, break that down into very manageable items and step-by-step processes, and then follow through with that. You really need to, you know, find a system that's going to work with your goal. You're going to follow that system to a T, and then you're going to follow up with it and make sure that you did follow that system, figure out where maybe you lacked a little bit, maybe an area that you really loved and what was the return on that, and then repeat it. Yeah. Do you have a favorite system? Um, yes, it's just winging it. No, (laughs) (laughs) honestly, my favorite system is just, I exactly what I said, kind of that three F system where you find a system that you really like and follow through with it and execute and then follow up on whether or not you did it well enough. And it was a great system. I also really am a, I'm a huge goal setter and I really enjoy reaching those goals and knowing that whatever I did today or whatever I'm going to do tomorrow, put me a step closer to that end goal that I have. And I would say that's probably my, my biggest system that helps me continue moving forward and continue doing the steps that I need to take to, to reach whatever I'm trying to get to. Yeah. So what about your number one way to succeed in 2021? So the, have you, is there anything you're going to do different or that you would tell agents right now, like this is what you need to do and expect this next year compared to last year? 
our our market here in Prescott is pretty saturated with agents. Um, so it's I would say finding your niche and really focusing on that niche and um, marketing yourself towards it. I have decided to really dive into more video, as I mentioned earlier, and it has gotten a huge return just even the short amount of time that I have been doing it. And I just really want to focus on that because that's something our market is not doing here in Prescott. And I think it could bring a lot of value. So that's something that I'm, I personally am going to be doing. And maybe it's doing a, an evaluation of where your market is and saying, okay, what are we missing? And is that something that I can fill? And can I fill it well? Um, and just try it out. Just shotgun method. Just find an opportunity and shoot and see if it sticks. All right. That was episode 962. Next up, episode 963, 2021's best real estate leads creating your own Facebook group with Will Penny. What I did, I started doing some research on uh, groups, private Facebook groups, because I'm a member of a couple of ultra running groups and some real estate groups. And I thought every time I, they make a, a post in that group, I'm going to see it. So I started doing some research and I realized that Facebook actually is encouraging groups. They're throwing all of their weight behind groups because they know that the average Facebook user stays on Facebook about 38 minutes. But if you're a member of a group, you're going to stay on about 28 minutes longer. So roughly an hour. I started a group in November. I started inviting. I first, first what I did, I've got a team of five. I invited all of them in. I told them to invite all of their friends and family to their group who wasn't a realtor. No realtors in our group. I then uh, started telling them and myself included to start friend requesting clients because 60% of adults in the United States are on Facebook and about 70% of those are on Facebook daily. So I thought they're more than likely most of our clients are going to be on Facebook already. And sure enough, they were. So we send them a phrase friend request and then we invite them into the group. Okay. So now as of today, we've got about 640 members. These are 640 human beings that know, like, and trust us. And now we post there every day. I spent over 100 hours this year. I, I wanted to work on getting that uh, Facebook group dialed in because the more I read about it and the more I researched, a, a well-run private Facebook group is like a social CRM. There's no easier way or more direct way to stay in front of people that know, like, and trust you than right now than a Facebook group because it's a platform that they're on most of the day anyway. And, and Facebook encourages groups. So if you post in the group, everyone in your, of your members is going to see it. And ours is called Penny Real Estate Friends and Family. So I spent, it, I spent dozens of hours creating and look, looking up the best way to engage with people in a group and creating content to accommodate that. And then I started posting every day. And unlike our business page posts where we get like two or three likes and maybe a reach of 16 or 30 people, the reach now is 100% on most posts, meaning that 100% or more of the people in the, me the members in the group are actually seeing our posts, meaning they stop and they look at it. They may not engage, but they'll at least see it. And it says Penny Real Estate Friends and Family. So that's, a, you know, that's an image that they see. And we're getting 30, 40, 50, 80 comments on our posts. So we've, we've turned our page, our group into a social CRM and we're or a client, like a daily client event. And we're engaging with those people every day because the content that I'm posting is so good. So coming up this, this year, like what's the, what's the one thing, if you're going to say, hey, what's one thing I can focus on, Will, to succeed this year, what would it be? I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I've, I think the biggest thing is just, 
I, 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 I'm afraid to even say it. Just go through your contact list on your phone and start. Tom Ferry says it. Start at the back and just start reaching out to people. You're going to find someone. It's really not that hard. We can either go, we can be transactional agents and go find leads, or we can just try to be efficient and have the largest network of people that we possibly can. And a lot of that can be done right on your phone just by shooting a text or making a phone call. And this time of year, especially, and don't mention real estate, just check in with someone. You're going to find somebody and they say, oh yeah, my sister wants to move. That's what happens to me every time I text, every time I text or call my past clients. Yeah. How about last question? Any predictions for the end of the year? What's what's anything that's going to happen? Anything that you're thinking might happen that that, uh, that you're counting on? I'm afraid to make any predictions because none of us could have predicted 2020. I'm just I'm just trying to keep my eye on the ball, do what I'm good at, stay in my lane, and um, don't take anything for granted. Dude, I tell I tell you what, that your predictions turned into the way someone can survive in 2021, right there. Focus, not take an eye on the ball, don't take anything for granted. I love what you just finished with there, Will. All right. And if you want to hear more from Will, he's been on our podcast several times, but in March, it was episode 963. Go back and listen to some more. Next up, episode 964. This was the last episode in March. This was with my friend, Jimmy Torres, how to make more work less, how to schedule for success. Here's a few minutes of that one. So what do you think the number one way to succeed in 2021 is for people? I would say get on the schedule. I mean, I think we're talking about that right now. I, you know, about four years ago, we went to a real estate conference, uh, a mastermind conference in Vegas, and and I was running ragged, man. I was any deal I could get my hands on, any listing, any buyer. I was still working seven days a week as an owner, and and again, kind of lost that focus. I learned about schedules and learning about you know putting your family first, and so I start. I quit working on Sundays, and I really don't work on Saturdays unless it's by appointment or unless it's texting you because you wear yeah. me out. When you answer your phone, but set a schedule, you know, and and that goes with on Monday through Friday, getting your butt to the office and actually being accountable and doing your job because yeah, or go to, I say go to the office, go to Starbucks, find your time to work, you know, don't get caught up with all the side things that you can be doing, paying bills, cleaning house, doing laundry, make a schedule because real estate's a job. And I think that's where a lot of the agents get lost is they, they find that freedom and they go work out and they go run some errands. Yeah, freedom to make their own schedule. It's easier to to put that stuff on the back burner. But I would say 2021, set a schedule, stick to it because that's that changed my life. That mastermind conference changed my life. I started making more money working less after I went to that conference. That is awesome advice. Set set that schedule because yeah, it's uh when we're allowed to make our own schedule and in 2020 it got even crazier, Mm -hmm. right? Because now people could be doing like doing laundry um, when they're supposed to be working. They could be mm-hmm. like everything. So for even for employees, the world has been so yeah. meshed now. So setting a schedule, I remember telling people when it first started, like employees, like you should still wake up at this time and you should still shower. You should still yeah. shower and get yeah. dressed for the day. Like, I know you don't have to. And I also know why people like wouldn't, but still it's a mindset thing of like, like get dressed no, you're like right. you're going to an office just so you feel you're the right. part. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Because you know, it's hard to fight through this stuff, but still do you follow your routine because yes, just because we don't feel like getting up and doing all those things that we would normally do doesn't mean that people's lives have to stop. You know, that people are still buying their house. There's still a process that has to happen. There's, there's things that have to you know keep moving forward. And I think, you know, set your schedule and make sure you stick to that. 
Yeah. Any last things you want to tell the listeners out there, you know, mostly newer agents or people on how to, it could be newer agents to get started. It could be how to go from 10 deals to a hundred deals, like yeah. anything that you really love sharing. Yeah. I would say, you know, a couple of things don't take anything for granted just because someone's buying their first home and it's a 75,000 or $90,000 fixer upper. Don't take those people for granted. I think times are good and people forget about that. Um, I think every deal is important and work every deal. Like it does mean something to you. And, and again, the schedule to me, I think the schedule is such a big deal because you can ask anyone that works for me. They know what my schedule is every single day. It does not stray and, you know, keep grinding. Don't get, don't get discouraged. It's going to be a, a tough fight till we, you know, get through this, this traffic jam, but that that's the biggest thing. I love that. Find a schedule, stick to your schedule, keep going. And I think my favorite thing you said is don't take anyone for granted. That was a great interview. As a reminder, if you want to hear more of that one, that's going to be episode 964 with Jimmy Torres. Real estate rock stars, rock star nation, all of our listeners. I want you guys to know I appreciate all of you guys so much. I love it when we get comments. I love when you guys go get me reviews. I love when you come find me on Instagram and you ask me questions and tell me who I should be interviewing. I absolutely love it when you guys reach out and say, hey, I'm an agent and I can't wait to get on the show. Here's what I've been doing. And we talk about that. And so many of you... Uh, have reached out and you're now scheduled on the show and it's going to be a really really exciting april with some of the ones that we have so hopefully you like the best of march you've got a few days now you've got the weekend to go back and re-listen to any of those ones that you really liked that you wish you hadn't missed and we come back next week you're going to have plenty of new content for all of our april agents real estate rock stars thanks for listening All right, real estate rock stars. This is Aaron Muchastegui jumping in again to thank you for listening to the show. Hopefully you guys loved listening to that one. And I want to make sure that you know about all of the extra resources that we have. And also we need your help. They say podcasts are free. You get to listen to podcasts for free. But what is the cost of that podcast? I would say if I could beg you to pay anything for that podcast, I would say the cost of the podcast is going and giving a review. So whether you download it on Google or Apple or YouTube or anywhere else, please go give us a review. Say what you liked, what you didn't like. It helps us get better guests. The more reviews, the higher we get in the rankings. Right now, we are the biggest podcast out there for real estate agents. And we want to keep that spot because we know there's lots of podcasts out there. So go give us a review. Also, be sure to go to hybendigital.com. If you liked any of the resources that those real estate agents talked about, we've got a huge video vault of those resources for free. Every punny that comes on the podcast that we interview, they give us something that helps them get their deals or helps them work with their clients. And we put that in the toolbox in our vault for you. So go to hybendigital.com and you can get it. If you're looking for real estate education, go to rebusuniversity.com. We have all sorts of courses in there to help agents succeed in real estate how to get the listing, how to negotiate deals, you know, how to become an investor, all sorts of different stuff, rebusuniversity.com. And if you want to chat with me, go find me on Instagram. If you come find me on Instagram, you can send me messages. Tell me what you want to hear. Tell me what you liked, what you didn't like. We try to put a bunch of content out there too. You can find me in two different places. It's at rerockstars.com for our real estate rockstars page or at erinamuchastegui.com for my personal Instagram page where I can chat with you about all sorts of different things. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again soon.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.